Chapter One of The Rover Boys on Land and Sea by Arthur M. Winfield. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Reading by Matt Perard. The Rover Boys on Land and Sea by Arthur M. Winfield. Chapter One The Rover Boys in San Francisco well dick here we are in san francisco at last yes tom and what a fine large city it is we'll have to take care or we'll get lost came from a third boy the youngest of the party just listen to sam cried tom rover get lost as if we weren't in the habit of taking care of ourselves sam is joking came from dick rover still we might get lost here as well as in new york or any other large city boston is the place to get lost in said tom rover got streets that curve in all directions but let us go on where is the hotel i'm sure i don't know came from sam rover cab carriage coupe bawled a cabman standing near take you anywhere you want to go gents how much to take the three of us to the oakland house take you there for a dollar trunks and all i'll go you answered dick rover come on i'll see that you get the right trunks i think we are going to have some good times while we are on the pacific coast observed tom rover while he and sam are waiting for dick and the cabman to return i shan't object to a good time replied sam that is what we came for before we go back i am going to have a sail up and down the coast to be sure tom perhaps we can sail down to santa barbara that is a sort of asbury park and coney island combined so i have been told dick rover and the cabman soon returned the trunks were piled on the carriage and the boys got in and away they bowled from the station in the direction of the oakland house it was about ten o'clock of a clear day in early spring the boys had reached san francisco a few minutes before taking in the sights on the way now they sat up in the carriage taking in more sights as the turnout moved along first one street and then another as old readers of the series know the rover boys were three in number dick being the oldest fun-loving tom next and sturdy-hearted sam the youngest they were the only offspring of Anderson Rover, a former traveler and mine owner, who, at present, was living with his brother Randolph and his sister-in-law Martha on their beautiful farm at Valleybrook in the heart of New York State. During the past few years, the Rover boys had had numerous adventures, so many, in fact, that they can scarcely be hinted at here. While their father was in the heart of Africa, their uncle Randolph had sent them off to Putnam Hall Academy here they had made many friends among the boys and also among some folks living in the vicinity including mrs stanhope and her daughter dora a girl who according to dick rover's idea was the sweetest creature in the whole world they had also made some enemies the worst of the number being dan baxter a fellow who had been the bully of the school but who was now a homeless wanderer on the face of the earth baxter came from a disreputable family his father having at one time tried to swindle mr rover out of a rich gold mine in the west 
the elder baxter was now in prison suffering the penalty for various crimes a term at school had been followed by an exciting chase on the ocean and then by a trip through the jungle of africa whence the rover boys had gone to find their long-lost father after this the boys made a trip west to establish their parents claim to the gold mine just mentioned and this was followed by a grand trip on the great lakes in which the boys suffered not a little at the hands of the baxters on an island on one of the lakes the rover boys found a curious casket and this on being opened proved to contain some directions for locating a treasure secreted in the heart of the adirondack mountains we must locate that treasure said tom rover and off they started for the mountains and did locate it at last but not before dan baxter had done everything in his power to locate it ahead of them when they finally outwitted their enemy dan baxter had disappeared and that was the last they had seen of him for some time the rover boys had expected to return to putnam hall and their studies immediately after the winter outing in the adirondacks but an unexpected happening at the institution of learning made them change their plans three pupils were taken down with scarlet fever and rather than run the risk of having more taken sick captain victor putnam had closed up the academy for the time being and sent the pupils to their homes the boys will have to go to some other school their aunt martha had said but one and another had murmured at this for they loved captain putnam too well to desert him so quickly let us wait a few months had been dick's suggestion let us study at home had come from sam let us travel tom had put in travel broadens the mind he loved to be on the go all the time the matter was talked over for several days and tom begged that they might take a trip across the continent and back using some of the money derived from the old treasure at last anderson rover consented and two days later the three boys were off going by way of new york city on the chicago limited they had spent two days in the great city by the lakes and then come direct to the golden gate city i wonder if we will meet anybody we know while we are out here said tom as the carriage continued on its way if we get down to santa barbara i think we'll meet somebody answered dick and he blushed just a trifle i got a letter in chicago as you know it was from dora stanhope and she said that she and her mother were traveling again and expected to go either to santa barbara or los angeles her mother is not well again and the doctor thought the air on the pacific coast might benefit her oh my but won't dick have an elegant time if he falls in with dora cried sam tom we won't be in it now don't you start to tease me returned dick his face redder than ever i guess dora always gave you a good time too that's right she did said tom and then he added did she say anything about the lanings for the laning girls nellie and grace were cousins to dora stanhope and tom and sam thought almost as much of them as dick did of dora to be sure she did replied dick but i guess it's well it's a secret a secret shouted sam not much dick let us in on it at once yes do put in tom but it may prove a disappointment we'll chance it returned tom 
well then dora wrote that if she and her mother could find a nice cottage at los angeles or santa barbara they were going to invite nellie and grace to come out and keep house with them for six months or so hurrah cried sam enthusiastically i hope they come if they do won't the six of us just have boss times and his face glowed with anticipation we can certainly have good times if mrs stanhope's health will permit said dick here we are at the hotel he uttered the last words as the carriage came to a stop at the curb he leapt out and so did the others and a few minutes later found them safe and sound in the hotel they were assigned to a large room on the third floor and hither they made their way followed by their trunks and then began to wash and dress up preparatory to going down to the dining-room for the journeying around since breakfast had made them hungry i think i am going to like san francisco said tom as he was adjusting a fresh collar and gazing out of the window at the same time everything looks so bright and clean they have some pretty tall buildings here the same as in chicago and new york came from dick as he too gazed out of the window oh all the big cities are a good deal alike put in sam who was drying his face on a towel san francisco is a mighty rich place continued tom they are too rich even to use pennies it's five cents here or a bit there or two bits for this and two bits for that i never heard a quarter called two bits in new york i've been told that is a southern expression and one used in the west indies said dick the early californians my gracious dick broke off short and leaned far out of the window which they had opened to let in the fresh spring air what's up queried tom don't fall out and he caught his elder brother by the arm i must have been mistaken but it did look like him said dick slowly look like whom asked sam joining the pair dan baxter dan baxter here shouted the others i am pretty sure it was dan baxter where is he asked tom he is gone now he just disappeared around the hotel corner well if it really was dan baxter we want to keep our eyes open was sam's comment End of chapter one